Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Well, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Today we'll be discussing a great topic that I think that will help a lot of people that are really uh, in need of this topic. Uh, it's about adoption joy, about loss, and the life beyond um, after a loss, after disappointment too. Before we start, we'd like to uh, remind you to sign up for our weekly email show reminder and visit our site at letstalkadoption.com. And then remember to click the free reminder on the left-hand side. It's free, it's easy, and we'll remind you of all the shows coming up. You'll also find other resources and links to help you, whether you're seeking to adopt, already parenting, or if you're hoping to reunite with a birth parent. There are past shows available for you right now as well. We also have a lot of interviews with uh, birth families and uh, birth mothers, too. If you have questions, please send them to me by email at info at letstalkadoption.com. So today our topic is Adoption, Joy, Loss, and Beyond. And my guest today is uh, Micheline, a chemist. And uh, Micheline and her husband, Adam, are the adoptive parents who share a story of joy, loss, and finally success in a very encouraging um, story um, who's hoped to adopt uh, people that want to adopt in the process also of waiting for a child and what it takes and what maybe be able to help you because three out of five people are touched by adoption. So there are a lot of people out there that uh, are listening that um, probably would like to adopt or you know somebody that would like to. I think this show will be very encouraging. Welcome to the program, Micheline. Hi, Marty. Thank you so much for being here today, and I know you've got a little one that just woke up, so we're gonna, we'll are we'll go through this, but your husband's been kind enough to help help you out on that. Yeah. You know, let's go ahead and start back. Um, when, when, you know, when we first met, you were childless. Yes. And tell us a little bit about how you first came to consider adoption. Um, I have been a special education teacher for a long time, and uh, just by working with all the different kinds of children um, that I had the opportunity to work with, uh, I learned that children are children. They're mm-hmm. the world. They don't have to be yours to mm-hmm. become yours. And uh, so when I met Adam, um, we had discussions about it, and then we decided uh, when we were getting married that we would um, have our own children if we could, adopt children if we could, um, and and just have children. Uh, so that's, that's how the, the, uh, the decision came about. Um, Adam felt the same way, and, mm-hmm. and it just seemed to be an easy decision, decision for us. Right. And I think that, you know, a lot of people going through um, adoption um, come to different levels, um, you know, where they're going through infertility or they're um, trying to decide if they're going to add to their own family on what they're going to do because they're really not sure, you know, whether or not um, the adoption is the right thing for them or not. So I think it's important that um, that they hear your story um, and that they understand that there are um, many ways to um, accept children. Sometimes people are afraid they're not going to be able to love a child from their own bodies, you know, that they, um, that they, a child that's, you know, from their heart through adoption or through foster care. And I think that, you know, you and, and Adam are a perfect example of, of how you can do that. Um, you know, you, you face some challenges. Let's kind of start at the very beginning because you first um, found out about an adoption. You adopted a little girl. Right. And then um, about eight months into, you know, her life, something happened. What happened? Um, she was diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. I know. She was diagnosed with uh, Crabbe disease, mm-hmm. which is um, uh, a horrible, 
horrible lack of an enzyme mm-hmm. um, that you just really don't know about until uh, it happens. It takes the recessive genes of both parents. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it is a demyelinization mm-hmm. of the myelin sheath. And so what happens is she just started losing all the motor skills that she had gained yeah. or, um, or at all developed. And mm-hmm. um, they usually give the children to about 13 months to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and you didn't know this, and I know this is hard for you, and I sh- I, I, my heart goes out to you for sharing this. Um, but she, it, it, eventually, um, you you had her for how long? Um, she made it all the way to two years and nine months. Wow! Um, which was last December, and mm-hmm. um, she uh, she fought it. Mm-hmm. She fought it as as well as she could, um, and and we were there to just hold her while she did so. Yeah. And during that process also, you did get a phone call, and I remember talking to you, too, um, that you had a phone call for a full sibling. Yes. Um, uh, we, we knew the birth parents. Uh, we know the birth parents well. And uh, about eight months into uh, a second pregnancy, um, her birth mother called and asked us if we would take uh, her sister, mm-hmm. which we later found out was her sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't know whether she was affected or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, thank goodness she wasn't. Mm-hmm. We we had to wait um, three more weeks. Oh, my goodness. That must have been horrible. Yeah, that was pretty horrible. But all of us made it through, and mm-hmm. uh, her little sister is now two years and uh, three or four months and mm-hmm. is doing well. That's great. So a full sibling. And, and you've gone through, and, you know, this was a really, I know, a difficult time for, for you during this whole period of time. Um, did you feel like you wanted, after that point, did you feel like you wanted to adopt again? Um, yes. And yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just such a hard thing because so many things can go wrong, and and we just had to decide that life isn't about what goes wrong and goes what goes mm-hmm. right. It's about what what we're here to do. Right. And y- and you and your husband have a very strong faith, which I think really helps you. Don't yeah, you I believe? think so. I think so too. And that's one thing that we want to emphasize um, during this period of time. Um, so now you've got um, you've got a, a little one here with you, and you decide to adopt again, yeah. um, and um, to go forth into that. And I know the one thing that I've heard from people that know you that you know that you have such a good attitude and such a good outlook on life, and that's one reason I wanted you on the show because all of us need to be able to tap into even just a percentage of what you had um, you worked with. Um, you were matched uh, in April um, with a little girl. Um, yeah. What happened at that point too? This is after you had your daughter, um, your both daughters. Um, you were, then you decided to move on to another adoption, right? Because you wanted two children. And we uh, we got a call one morning and mm-hmm. uh, left, drove drove up to to meet birth mother and baby, mm-hmm. and stayed with them two days. And we were uh, birth mother was very very sure she didn't want this. She didn't mm-hmm. want to stress her family anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't going to tell them. And uh, and we said goodbye, and um, we drove two hours home. We were getting off at our exit, and she called back and said, I want the baby back. Mm. Her family was way more supportive than she thought, um, and and she thought this was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. So, so what, I think... You, what, at that point, what did you think? Um, how, did you, how did you cope with that? Um, 
But sometimes those can turn around. You know, sometimes birth moms can do that, and then and they'll change their mind. And later on, it happened to my own adoption. Um, But other times it doesn't. In in this situation, what did you do? Both of us, somehow, the minute Adam saw my face, he knew what the call was. I was sitting in the back with the baby, and uh, he looked in the back window. I just shook my head, and and both of us knew right then that this baby was never meant to be ours. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we knew it. Um, I just think maybe from from our past couple of years, yes. we just knew it wasn't ours. And yeah. the nice thing was we had met the birth mother, and mm-hmm. knowing her, I think, let us understand that she was a good mom, and mm-hmm. it wasn't for those reasons. It wasn't that she couldn't take care of this baby. She seemed to be very maternal, and uh, even all the nurses at the hospital were talking about how... Um, how mature she was for her age and mm-hmm. how, you know, this was just the wrong situation at the wrong time. And I think we just realized that. And it just seems that every baby is born to either us or someone else, no matter how they come to us. Right. And we, mm-hmm. we just seem to understand that. And maybe it's just because of the road that we've been through. Right. You must have a very strong marriage. Did you, do you think that really helped you with, with you and Adam being close and um, yeah. going through so much? Do you think that was... I mean, your communication, did you ever just get, so you just want to throw your arms up and just say, I, I give up, I want to, you know, I don't want to do this any longer? Yeah, about <laughs> a million times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think I think that also happens in, in every family. And, and what we've learned over the last few years is that, you know, all of our friends and family members with their own children are having their own issues that may not be ours but are equally important and stressful for them. And I think all of mm-hmm. us have thrown our hands up and, even with uh, with Hannah, our second daughter, mm-hmm. I mean, we had both said, "How could we ever do this again?" Mm-hmm. We thought about not having children at all, not adopting, mm-hmm. and then it, she was a total surprise, and she was ours no matter what. And we really didn't have a choice because it was her sister's full sibling, and right. we we had to have them together. And we knew right then that it's not really our decision. Mm-hmm. We just have to be open to what is the decision. Right. And and you were and you were um, you were very gracious during that time, you know. You had a resolve. You talked to me when we we did uh, we spoke earlier. Um, you said you had that resolve as you shared that this child was um, was not meant that you were there just for this time, just to to meet the birth mom and, and kind of just bless her and to, and to to be with this child. Um, do you still believe that? I do. I believe it, and I think about it. And mm-hmm. the birth mom still emails us. Mm-hmm. And um, which is so sweet, and mm-hmm. she took a liking to Hannah and wants to know how she's doing, and well, she wants to tell her daughter mm-hmm. about us. And mm-hmm. there was something, there there was a a void in this child's life. We both believe, mm-hmm. and I went to the hospital that night, and I stayed with her. It was freezing in the hospital. It, it just mm-hmm. wasn't a great place. And she woke up every fifteen minutes, and nobody else would have been there for her. Mm-hmm. And um. You're like the little angel that I know that you don't, you, you were very modest in that, but you really were there for her like an angel and just put away, you know, I know this is difficult, but you really, you know, did what was best right at that moment. I think so. And, and she needed us for 48 hours and we, we all have a little thing that we like to share and, and mm-hmm. it's that someday she'll grow up and love the name Hannah and won't know why. Yes. So mm-hmm. those are just things that happen and we'll never know, but. But I think she needed it. Yeah, and you were there for her too. 
Right. Well, we have some, some, some other good things to share, but we're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, um, I'd like you to share more about some of the good things now that are happening in your life and Adam's life and, and your children's life. So we'll be right back after this quick break, uh, more about the, uh, the life of adoption, joy, loss, and the life beyond. We'll be right back. children deserve a home, and Lifetime Adoption wants to help those children find a home. If you're starting to explore adoption, Lifetime can help you learn more and find the resources you need. Lifetime has been committed to supporting birth families and helping children for nearly 20 years. They offer guidance and encouragement during and after your pregnancy. At Lifetime, open adoption means you make the choices. Choose the adoptive family, Choose how much contact you want and choose how you want the adoption to happen. The choice is up to you. Lifetime is known for their caring and genuine concern for the birth mother's well-being before and after adoption. They're able to provide adoption services to prospective adoptive families and birth parents from all over the nation. And Lifetime provides you with a 24-hour hotline for support and guidance. To find out more information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com. Give the gift of your home to a deserving child. Call 800-923-6784. Well, welcome back to Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell on KFIA AM 710. If you've just joined the program today, we're talking with Micheline um, Chemist about adoption, joy, lost, and life beyond. Um, before we continue, I'd like to let you know we receive a lot of emails daily from listeners asking about adoption. There is one resource I want to mention that has really um, helped a great deal of our listeners and has won two national awards. It's the book AdoptingOnline.com. Um, this book I wrote for hopeful adoptive parents. It's a resource guide with over 1,200 adoption helpful sites on there and resources for you. It also has valuable tips and stories to save you time, stress, and finances in your adoption. So you can find this um, this book, AdoptingOnline.com, on online bookstores at the site, AdoptingOnline.com. And if you go to that site now, you can get $10 off uh, on your order. And there's also money-back guarantee, so we want to make sure that this book is very helpful for you. So, um, again, coming back... Um, Micheline, before we left, we were sharing a little bit about, you know, everything that you have gone through. And and at this time, then, you know, um, you've still got um, your daughter. Um, and that you had, um, at this point, you still wanted to continue on. So here you've got, you've got a loss um, of your, your first daughter um, that passed away. And then you have an adoption that that went through. And then an adoption with a birth mom that changed your mind, Um couple hours after your home what did you do at that point what did you and Adam decide to do um well we talked in lifetime and said keep us on the list and this mm-hmm. is what life is all about and there's mm-hmm. a child out there that is ours and um and will get to us yeah and you were uh, just a real trooper the staff was in tears because you were so gracious and you just knew you had that faith it was unmovable um and so what happened then you you um, you ended up adopting again. Tell us we how did. that went. We we got we got a call again. We we, we get quick calls. <laughs> we got a call and um, had a little 
a, a couple hours to decide. Um, mm-hmm. a, a baby boy was born, and uh, we could be his parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was there was issues with uh, the birth mom and whether or not he would be in foster care or adopted. And mm-hmm. um, we said yes, and uh, and he is now ours. That's wonderful. How old is he now? He is. He'll be four months tomorrow. Four months. That's wonderful. Yeah. And so do you feel like your family's complete at this point, or do you feel like you'd still like to keep going? You know, we're... <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm thinking of emailing Heather. We're we're always... Um, She's in the studio right now. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. She already sent back the profiles. Okay. But we're, um, we're always open. I, mm-hmm. I think that um, if it's right, it happens. Right. We still just go back to... Um, Children, if, if children are there mm-hmm. um, and they need parents and we are able and mm-hmm. our children are in a good spot, then, then it'll be right and it'll happen again. Right, yeah. You know, there are people that are listening now, and I know that I, I meet people sometimes even when they just first contact, um, about, contact us regarding adoption, and they're really, they get stuck in that loss yeah. and um, they can't move beyond that. What can you recommend um, from your standpoint, from an adoptive mom that's gone through so many losses but so much joy, what can you recommend to that 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 woman that that man listening right now that may be experiencing this? I've I've heard, um, gosh, where to start? Probably uh, I lost my father very quickly um, about 15 years ago, and mm-hmm. people sent me the book "Why Bad Things Happen to Good People," and mm-hmm. you know I heard the "Let Go and Let God." I, I heard so many things, yet it, none of it really made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think over the years it's been working slowly at me. And uh, um, I think with the loss of Olivia, our first mm-hmm. daughter, and the, the complexity of what she had and the, the unbelievability of the whole situation, I think both Adam and I learned there really is no control in this world that mm-hmm. we have. And there's got to be some reason, some plan, some something, no matter what people believe it is mm-hmm. or how it is, there has to be some higher plan that we mm-hmm. just have to be willing and able to deal with if it comes our way. Right. It doesn't make it any easier. Yeah, I think so. I think that, you know, knowing that I, I believe that God has a child for each family out there and that right. there, is a, there is a plan for each of those children before they're even conceived, and even the Bible says that, you know, that, um, you know, that, they, that he has that plan of where this child is going to go. And, and I think that's what we find is uh, one of the focuses on our, our coming programs is just having that faith because it, yeah. that got you through, too, and I think good communication, too. You know, some families, they, I think if they go through a loss, sometimes they decide, oh, gosh, I can't go any further, and they freeze, uh-huh. and they wait and wait, and before they know it, they're, you know, they're too late in life to adopt. Yeah. And, and I, I, can you imagine your life without the children you have now? No, no, and I think that that frozen part came for us. And like I said before, before Hannah arrived, it was, you know, I just said, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can take mm-hmm. the pain that that this other child has had, and mm-hmm. and ever even think about doing it again. And luckily, in a odd way, luckily for mm-hmm. us, it was pretty much a done deal. Mm-hmm. This this birth mother was eight months pregnant already, and and. At that point, I think it just clicked for both of us. Right. I don't think it's that easy for other people because I don't know that in our minds we didn't have a choice because mm-hmm. it was just going to be that way. And right. and that's that's the easy part for us. But I, I would just say be open. You mm-hmm. have to be open because 
Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds trite, but it's the if a door closes, there's always another one that opens. Right. And it I, maybe what, not yeah. what you think, but it's there. What can family members say, too, when there's been a loss? Did you find there were things that, like you mentioned, and I've heard this before, that you know, sending books don't really help because you're, 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 you're at a different place at that point to read, maybe you know, six months or a year later. But right. what did you find that was helpful and not helpful um, you know, from friends and family when you were going through these, different, these diff- difficulties, these losses? I, I think what we found was some people are very, very not helpful, and some of them are family mm-hmm. members. And at that Mm -hmm. point, you just have to say, it's not anybody's life but ours. And and it's what we can handle and what we do not or Mm -hmm. cannot handle. And I think the greatest support that came to us were our friends and family who said, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? Let me understand. Mm -hmm. And and completely accepted us for who we were. And Mm -hmm. even in that, some of them said, I can't believe you do this. I can't, Mm -hmm. I could never do this. And that's, that's where the open dis- discussion comes, and it helps you be able to explain, even to yourself, that mm-hmm. this is why you're doing it. And it you, is because there's a child who will not have a home if you're not there mm-hmm. and open for it. And I think different personalities um, look at compassion and, the, and, and even adoption differently, too. Yeah. And so I think um, even under the a very normal, non-problematic adoptions, there are people wondering, why would you, why would you do this or that, see? And so I think that um, you felt explaining was important, and I think probably someone just listened too, which right. was important too. Yeah. And I think it, that's a very good point that you just brought up. People will be amazed at their friends who just can't imagine why you would ever adopt. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole different train of thought, and mm-hmm. we've learned that it's not for anyone else to understand mm-hmm. about us. It's our decision about us. Right. And, it, and and even I know even my own mother um, just didn't get it for many years. And yeah. I think what happens is you just have to uh, trinkle in information. And if they get it, they get it. If they don't, they don't. It's your life. Exactly. And now she's fine. But it took her, you know, 10, 15 years to get to that point. Right. And so not to give up, you know, a courage in that area, too. Briefly, I know we're running out of time, but you do have a um, you do a wonderful thing for Olivia's memory um, on educating people on this disease. Do you have a website you'd like to share for people to learn more about? Um, right now, uh, we're actually working on that. We've um, we've con- uh, finished up our fundraisers for this year um, mm-hmm. as of last week, and uh, um, we're with with part of that money. We're we're putting together the website. Um, That's great. But right now, we just have. Um, our, we own a, a retail business, and so what we do is have information on that, and then that will, that you, will get to the yeah, Why don't you go ahead and give your retail business website real okay. quick as we wrap it's, up here. It's www.runnershigh, uh-huh. and that's R-U-N-N-E-R-S-I, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, H-I-G-H, mm-hmm. dot com. Okay, and if anybody had any questions or missed that, they can email me at info at letstalkadoption.com, and I'll get it. Thank you so much for being on the show. You have been a delight. I give my best to your family, your husband, your children, and thank you again, Micheline, for taking this time and letting us look into your life and sharing the, the joys and all the things you've gone through, too, and the pain and how you've come through it. I think you've blessed a lot of people. Thank, thank you, you so much. And again, I'm Marty Caldwell. It's been a pleasure to be with you today. And uh, if you have questions, please send them over to me at info at letstalkadoption.com. We have uh, another great show next week up for you. So we're looking forward to spending time with you next week. 
Um, next week, we are going to have shows on your questions um, that come into us. So if you have sent questions into us or would like to send some more, please do send them in because we're going to be doing a, a whole show just on adoption questions that we receive in. And we've got all kinds that will really inform you and help you uh, learn more about adoption in all areas, too. So do send those in to us at info at Let's Talk Adoption. And until next week, this is Marty Caldwell. Have a wonderful week. God bless you. Get out there and do something wonderful for someone else and enjoy your fall season. God bless you. Bye-bye now. Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com or call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell.